Hey, hi, hello, my creepy lovelies. Welcome back to the Creepy Cryptid Crypt. I am here. It's, sorry, I'm a little out of sorts. There's a giant tarantula on my porch, and I'm waiting for Dr. Manhattan to come scoop it away, because I am terrified of giant spiders. It's the worst. So, here I am. Um... It is that time of podcast again where I tell you about a spooky cryptid. Uh, It's not Bigfoot. It's not Loch Ness. But it is the Jersey Devil. Um, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the description of the Jersey Devil. And then I'm going to talk about... uh, like the origin of the folklore, like the actual history behind the folklore and why people may think the Jersey Devil exists. And then I'm going to go into some sightings. Um, So that's what we're going to do today. Obviously, um, the Jersey Devil comes to us from southern New Jersey and part of Philadelphia. It is also known as the Leeds Devil. And if you haven't watched What We Do in the Shadows, the Jersey Devil is often described as a flying creature that's bipedal, means it walks on two legs, has hooves, and is most likely to have like a goat head, a horned goat head. It's like a baphomet almost. Um, And, you know, obviously flying creature, it's got leathery bat wings. Um, In most images, he's got tiny T-Rex arms, But I think they're probably just like average arms, so. Um, And in some sightings, they say that he doesn't actually have tiny arms, but um, he's got just like tiny clawed hands that hang out of his chest. Either way, creepy looking motherfucker. Um, It's fast as fuck and it screams like in a very, very high pitched scream. Uh, I will upload some photos to the Creepy Cryptid Crypt podcast Instagram so you can see what I am describing. Um, He's known to stay in a particular part of New Jersey, which I haven't written down here, which is silly. So please hold while I Google it. Jersey Devil location. This is my research song. Okay, Uh, the Pine Barrens. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. He lives in the forest of the Pine Barrens. So, big winged creature, bat wings, goat face, two-legged hooded, (laughs) hoofed creature. This is what we're looking at. Um, Now I'm going to get into some of the tales that started the folklore. So one of the stories that's really popular is that there was a woman who lived in the Pine Barrens named Jane Leeds, also known as mother leads. So this poor woman was reported as having 12 children. Uh, Sorry, I had to make a note. 12 children, right? It was also rumored that she was pregnant with her 13th child. And being tired of being pregnant, she cursed the child in frustration saying that this child is the devil, basically speaking it into existence. And so then the story continues is that um, Mama Leeds went into labor, of course, on a dark and stormy night. 
and that her friends had gathered around her with some midwives, um, and that the child was initially born totally normal. Normal baby, normal human, no problem. But then it changed into the Jersey Devil, the creature with hooves and the goat's head and the bat wings and apparently a forked tail. And it grew larger and larger and larger. And then the screaming demon child just beat the fuck out of everyone with its tail. And then took off out the motherfucking chimney and flew away. So version number one. Um, the other version is that Mama Leeds was a witch who had sex with the devil and that the Jersey devil was their offspring. Um, there are versions of the offspring being born and people going out to perform an exorcism on the creature. I couldn't find any record of any exorcism on any creature. Um, I do think that if anybody would have a record, it would be the Catholic Church. And we all know the church, it wouldn't tell us. It's probably located in the Vatican somewhere if it ever did exist. Um, now, all of that aside, so those are our two like word of mouth folklore stories. This third version is what I found in a very interesting article about the Jersey Devil. And this is more likely how the folklore of the Jersey Devil started. So <clears throat> it was originally called the Leeds Devil, in connection with the Leeds family from southern New Jersey. And Mama Leeds was actually named Deborah Leeds. And her husband was a human called Jaffet Leeds, which I think is an interesting name. And they did have 12 kids. So that part, pretty spot on. Sorry, I'm checking the status. Of the Dr. Manhattan as he texts me. Um, okay, Jaffet Leeds, Mama Leeds, they have 12 children. That is accurate. And we know this because there is a record and documentation of a will he wrote in 1736. So um, Jaffet and Deborah lived in Leeds Point, which is in the Pine Barrens now, and is known as the location of the Jersey Devil origin story. Um, a historian at Keene University named Brian Regal proposed the following theory. Excuse me. Um, 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 um. So the story of Mother Leeds actually originated from a colony in southern New Jersey that was having religious and political disputes that became the subject of gossip and lore among the local population. Now, I'm going to go deep into the intricacy of this because it's fucking crazy. All right. So, according to Regal, these disputes evolved over time. And the. Oh dear. Hang on. Okay. Sorry, I had to go see what Rex was barking at. Okay. Alright, so. Political disputes. Religious disputes. Um, these evolved over time to become the legend of the Jersey Devil. So. Don't lick that. I'm covered in bug spray. Don't lick that. I'm covered in bug spray. Stop. Oh, I don't. Um, all right. It Regal claims... Nope, sorry. Stated that there was a beef between a New Jersey politician, Benjamin fucking Franklin, and his rival, Daniel Leeds. Now, Daniel was an almanac publisher, 
And their beef is what actually led to the family being described as monsters and that Benjamin Franklin called <laughs> Daniel Leeds the Leeds Devil, which then turned into the Jersey Devil. So, <sighs> sorry. So, he, sorry, Daniel Leeds worked as a surveyor for the British Crown as well as publishing almanacs. Um, and he owned land in the Pine Barrens area. So then we've got the connection of the Leeds Devil and the Pine Barrens right there, right? Um, it was inherited by one of his sons at that point. It's part of that Pine Barrens area. Is again, associated with the Jersey Devil and sightings of the Jersey Devil. So, in the 17th century, a fuck ton of Quakers from England settled into New Jersey. Yeah, we are in the 17th century. Fabulous. Um, and Daniel Leeds was a prominent one. Uh, but essentially, he got kicked out of the congregation because his early 1687 almanacs had astrological symbols and writing and stuff similar to that, because he believed that we should be discussing and learning about those things at that point in time. So his uh, congregation condemned him as being too pagan and blasphemous. And so as a result, his almanacs were getting destroyed and censored by them. So another, we've got that religious angle there, right? Yeah. Excuse me. So sorry. Um, some might stop. But he said, mm, all right, you want to see Blasphemous? I'll fucking make it even more so, out of spite. So he continues to publish more almanacs. And so he's already in this almanac war with Benjamin fucking Franklin. And now he's adding a list of angry Quakers to the people who hate him, okay? So he publishes more almanacs, and they're now examining Christian occultism, like cosmology, demonology, angelology, this thing called natural magic, which kicks off this whole fucking thing, like a whole thing, right? So we've got now a division within the Quakers who have settled in New Jersey. So some Quakers who are not in his congregation are letting him publish these almanacs, while others who were in his congregation and kicked him out condemned these almanacs. So we're, he's getting hit on two sides now. So at some point, he ends up converting to Angelicanism and publishing anti-Quaker things. He's like, all right, double fuck it. So now he loses both Quakers. And he's got this huge divide in the community now, coming from three, three different angles. And so this just doesn't sit well with people who are against the crown, which is most Americans at this point, right? It's 1700s. We're, you know, you have to remember he originally came over as a surveyor for the crown. He bought property. So people are seeing him as this wealthy guy who's into demonology and shit and is stirring up all kinds of shit. So, of course, they're going to start calling him the fucking devil, right? Makes sense. So we skip ahead, right? He dies. Daniel's son, Titan, inherits the almanac. Almanac? Almanac? Almanac. There we go. Business. And he prints, you know, similar stuff to what his dad was printing. And he continues to compete against Ben Franklin's Poor Richard Almanac. And between Ben Franklin and Titan's Almanac, it starts to heat up. So it gets to this point where Ben Franklin thought it would be fucking hilarious to, like, predict Titan's death. 
And he like kept predicting it every, every, every year until it finally happened. Um, no, back up five seconds. And it, and he predicted it pretty often, right? And so Titan was offended because it was listed as October of 1733, which is pretty early in his life. I think he's like maybe 30, right? And so they mock each other back and forth in their almanacs. Ben's still printing, you know, the, the death of Titan. And finally, it gets to a point where Titan actually dies, right? And so now Ben Franklin is still... Nope, that's not right. Take that back. Erase that. I misread the note. It got to a point where Ben Franklin published a response saying that Titan had actually died and the person producing the Lean's Almanac was Titan's ghost, which is fucking ridiculous. But I digress. And then again, yes, this part was right. He did continue to make the joke even after Titan died, like officially died in 1738, which continued about the lore and the myth of the Leeds devil who lurked around the Pine Barren. So Ben Franklin would say, oh yeah, no, he's just this devil who flies around now. He's totally fine. Don't fucking worry about it. I mean, he screams pretty loud, but you know, whatever. He might eat you. (laughs) Um, I do also want to note, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm stuck to my chair. Um, That the imagery for the... Jersey Devil comes from the Leeds family crest, which Titan would print on the front of his almanacs. So the creature on their crest is a bat-winged dragon that stands on two feet. So that's where we get the imagery from. And that's where we've got, you know, the background of the fighting. So basically it got to a point where people were just starting rumors. And then, of course... Once you're done with these rumors, this this creature is being sighted, sighted, seen. Yep, this creature is being seen and heard now. So they've breathed this legend to fucking life somehow, some way. So here are some sightings. Are you ready? I'm not ready. Okay, now I'm ready. I lost my coffin box. Oh, here it is. Ha ha. Um. Okay. So, according, according, according to folklore, wait, hang on one second. Many people are attempting to interrupt this episode, so I apologize. Okay, according to according to folklore, a human who was a commodore, Stephen Decatur, saw the winged flight creature while on a trip to inspect cannonballs, and he said that he even struck one, and it had no effect; it just kept flying. So, it's indestructible, at least from a cannonball's perspective. Uh, The next sighting is by Napoleon's older brother, uh, Joseph Bonaparte, which I didn't realize was a thing, but that's fine, uh, who claimed to see the Jersey Devil while on a hunting trip in Bordentown, sorry, on his Bordentown estate in 1820. Um, 20 years later, in 1840, the Jersey Devil was blamed for a ton of dead livestock, and it got to a point where, like, even the following year, there was more dead livestock, like, more than the year before. And this time there were, like, um, hoof tracks near the carcasses. And so a lot of people also, not and so, a lot of people also reported hearing screaming in the night. Which it could have been their animals being slaughtered screaming, quite frankly. It didn't have to be the Jersey Devil, but 
All right, I wasn't there. It's 1840. Nobody knows. Um, and then it kind of goes not dark, but like he's not seen and it's not recorded back until like 1909. So you've got a good chunk of years where he's just like dormant. Okay. Um, so some people in 1909 in New Jersey said that they were attacked by the Jersey Devil while on a trolley car. Um, some cops said that they later saw the Jersey Devil and they shot at him. Um, those are street names. I'm not going to read that. It's fine. And others would see unidentifiable and concern unidentifiable. Gosh, and concerning tracks in the snow. And all of these things were happening in 1909, kind of one after the other. So coupled together, it got so crazy and scary. And it picked up so much news, news media, newspaper and media hype that schools closed in the area. They were like, that shit's not safe. The Jersey Devil is out there. It's going to get us. It's going to take our children. We must close the schools so that they are safe. Like, it... I'm sorry, what? You genuinely think a flying demon creature is going to scoop your children up and be gone. Like, that's... That's gnarly. So then we jump to December of 1925 in Greenwich, where a local farmer shot an unidentified animal because it was trying to steal his chickens. And he somehow snagged a photo of it, and he claimed to show the photograph to like 100 plus people, and nobody knew what the fuck it is. So a lot of people think it was the Jersey Devil. And then... Sorry. In July of 1937, an unknown animal with red eyes was seen by people of Downington, Pennsylvania. And then in 1951, a large group of kids claimed to see him. And then in 1960, uh, tracks and noises were heard near May's Landing, which people thought was the Jersey Devil. And in that same year, some merchants offered a $10,000 reward for the capture of the Jersey Devil because they wanted to put it in the zoo. I think it was also one of those creatures that Barnum and Bailey would have also wanted if it was captured. Um, because of this reward, the zoo opened up. It, it did, did create some hoaxes, and one of which was a kangaroo who had been giving fake claws and bat wings. Um, I don't know where somebody got a kangaroo in 1916 and then put bat wings on it, but I hope... Hope the kangaroo wasn't hurt during this process. Just want to put that out there. Um, so all in all, Jersey Devil hasn't been seen since 2015. Most recent sighting was then a man named David Black supposedly caught a photo of him. Uh, if I can find the photo, it will be up on the Creepy Cryptid Crypt podcast Instagram. Um... And that's pretty much it. Nobody has seen him since. A lot of people, you know, go looking for him at the Pine Barrens, but the Pine Barrens is like a super creepy forest. So a lot of people experience stuff, see stuff, but nobody has really captured any other evidence outside of this David Black guy. Uh, they've never caught him either. So there's that. I like to think that he and Mothman are maybe having like a, a tea party quarterly, just hanging out shooting shit, talking about being cryptids, maybe Bigfoot comes, I don't know. Um, so that is the folklore and the sightings of the Jersey Devil. 
He is a beloved mascot for two of their hockey teams and also has its own roller coaster at Six Flags Great Adventure. Um, the Jersey Devil makes an appearance in the following TV shows um, and video games. So there is the the X-Files, there's a Jersey Devil video game, there's The Wolf Among Us, there's The 13th Child, he's seen in Teenage Mutant Number 2, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. God. That one, um, I don't know if you guys ever remember this show, but The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. There's another show called The Barons. There's one called Carney, you know, A Night with the Jersey Devil, The Last Broadcast, uh, Gravity Falls. Yeah, Gravity Falls also. Um, and then, like I mentioned earlier, he is also seen in the TV show What We Do in the Shadows. Um, and there you have it, another... Creepy cryptid creature, the Jersey Devil. Hope you had a good time. Sorry, I'm looking for the coffin box so I can use some Jersey Devil wings to get us out of here. I hope I hit the right button. I think that's a bat, but it's fine. It works. Also, why does that one only play once while all the other ones go four times? You silly coffin box. All right. There you have it, uh, Jersey Devil, Cryptid of the Week. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow, do all the fun things. Um, if you want to hear something I haven't currently talked about, please DM me on the Creepy Cryptid Podcast Instagram. There's lots of topics to talk about, and sometimes I just pick things. So there you go. All right, well, until next time. <laughs>